Welcome to the Champions for Parents podcast. We are Tom and Julie Meekins, friends and supporters of parents and caregivers affected by disability. We love them and we are them. As we walk alongside parents, we also realize the challenges that are before faith leaders as y'all serve those with disabilities. So we add to our focus, equipping leaders. Today, we continue a four-part podcast series entitled, Working Together in Disability Ministry. This series was born out of an observation of how important it is for parents, volunteers, and staff to understand each other's perspective and to work together as a team to serve those with disabilities well. We began with a focus on parents in this series, taking into consideration the parents' perspective as they, you, want to vol- want volunteers and staff to understand you. So we also work to help parents understand the perspectives of volunteers and staff. Today we will conclude the series with a focus on what it means to be a team. Today's podcast is called Teamwork in Disability Ministry, and it is part four in the series. If you are a parent or caregiver of a loved one affected by disabilities and wish for them to participate in this church life, this podcast is for you. If you're a volunteer of a church seeking to serve those affected by disability and their families, this podcast is for you. If you are church staff and have been commissioned with creating or are feeling called to create a safe and welcoming environment for individuals affected by disability, this podcast is for you. This is part four, as we said, of a four-part series called Working Together in Disability Ministry. The purpose of this series is to identify with each of the different parties who are members of the disability ministry team, those in the different roles who need to work together to get a little better picture of each other's perspective parents, volunteers, and staff. And ultimately, and we don't want to lose sight of this, all of this is for the purpose of creating an environment where those affected by disability are treated as vital members of the church body. So share this podcast series with your parents, volunteers, and other church leaders and staff. So let's talk about building a team. Building a team is essential for getting the job done. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 12-27 has a very practical and spiritual lesson that teaches us the importance of functioning as a team, the body of Christ. God teaches us that our physical body has many parts to make it function, with each part needing each other. The hands and feet are different, but both belong to the same body. The ear and the eye do different things, but both are essential for our body to function. All parts of the body are essential. All parts belong to the body, and they all need each other to function as a body. Verse 20 says that there are many parts, yet one body. Therefore, we are the body of Christ, and all of us are members of that body. Each person does something different, but together we are one body. The exciting thing is that God gives us gifts to be shared with each other. We need to consider and work well with all the members of the team. In this case, the players on the team are parents, volunteers, and staff, all with one goal of loving and serving the individuals with disabilities. This team is one unit. 
The feeding of the 5,000 in the Bible is an excellent example of great teamwork. Yes. John 6, 5 through 12, the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Think about this. As parents, volunteers, and staff, as servants of our Lord, we have a big job to be workers for Jesus. To be successful, we need to work together as a team. We need each other. As we work together, let's look at Jesus and how the disciples interacted with him during one of these during one of his miracles. Let's look at this feeding of the 5000. We want to look at a team. What better team to learn from than the first string? That's okay. your th- those are your words, the that sports. first string. Yes. <laughs> yes, let's go to the top. So the first thing we want to do is listen. Listen. The team has a common goal to meet a need. And we get this from verses 5 and 6 of John chapter 6, uh, feeding of the 5,000. When Jesus, and it says this, when Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he was all, he already had in mind what he was going to do. As he often did. All the time. And so examples of some common goals. In, in this story, the disciples wanted to feed the large, hungry crowd. Uh, a modern-day example, this is the end of the football season, uh, a football team wants to score a touchdown to win the game. And uh, it's a common goal. And so they're working together toward a common goal. So that's the first thing they do is listen, right? They listen to Jesus. And then pray. The team has limited resources. Do you feel like in your ministry, as a parent, as a volunteer, as staff, that you have limited resources? We're sure you do. Mm -hmm. Philip answered Jesus, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will they go among so many? So we pray. The disciples talk to Jesus. We can talk to Jesus. At first, there's nothing to feed the multitude, but Andrew found and brought to Jesus a boy who had five loaves and two small fish. John tells us where the fish and loaves of bread came from. Jesus. Jesus provided. The task is impossible and our resources are limited, right? But God's resources are unlimited. This miracle is recorded in all four of the Gospels. The next thing we need to do is work. (laughs) Do God's work in God's way, verses 10 through 12, which says, Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. Pieces left over? I bet they were astounded. Amazing. So listen to Jesus. Know and obey God's word in the work and the ministry that you're doing. Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, working for the Lord and not for men. Hmm. Everyone has an important job to do. The disciples had their work cut out for them. 
Jesus told them to have the people sit down in groups. Imagine organizing 5,000. <laughs> there were about 5,000 men. And remember, uh, the crowd was even larger. The women and children weren't counted, and they, they were there too. When everyone saw the miraculous sign, they praised and worshiped God. So what do we need to learn from this story? <clears throat> Excuse me. Our lesson learned, as parents, volunteers, and staff work together for the glory of God, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, what do we do? We create, build, develop, and nurture a team spirit. He is our foundation. God is our foundation. And he puts within us what we need to do as we lean on him. So as a challenge, what action steps are you going to take? Will you pray and invite others to pray over the team members of your disability ministry? Great idea. What is the one thing you personally can bring to the team building table? Will you raise awareness and share the message from God's word that gives the why? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Will you enlighten others on giving attention to the who? Enlighten others by sharing that there are parents here, there are volunteers part of this this scenario, and staff, and also the what. What method, approach, plan, design, process, facility, supplies, and materials are you going to use? Will you make a commitment today to broaden your own perspective to include what the other members of the team may be thinking, feeling, or experiencing? Will you teach others to do the same? I know that with our emotions, sometimes we feel like other people don't understand us in our role. And so we feel like they don't really hear us. They don't really understand our particular situation. But if we can stop for a second and think about theirs, if every person on the team would stop and think about the perspective of the other people, it really will do amazing mm-hmm. things, won't it, to help that whole process. So the question is, will you be a person of action and work with others to implement biblical examples of building a team? We hope so, yes. and we know you will. Yes. We invite you to check out our website, championsforparents.com, and invite you to email us at championsforparents at gmail.com. And also come find Champions for Parents on Facebook. If you feel led to give financially to help us continue to support, equip, and empower you, we are missionaries to parents through REF, Reformed Evangelistic Fellowship in Bristol, Tennessee. Would you consider supporting the ministry financially? And for instructions, please go to our website, championsforparents.com, and click on the Donate tab and the menu selection at the top. We want to provide good resources for you, and we want to hear from you. Feel free to get in touch. Take care now. Thank you. Goodbye for now. Bye for now.